Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of Subject to Change is here. And today joining us is Ben Askren. Ben, what's going on? Uh, I'm having a good day. Actually, you know, doing a lot of interviews today. Uh, and after this, I'm going to do a little workout and then hang out with the family. Awesome. Awesome. Well, for those of you that are listening and, you know, I don't know, don't have a, a phone or any technology, uh, Ben Askren is about to fight Jake Paul. Um, this fight was uh, kind of signed, what, a couple weeks ago now, right? Uh, not, not even a couple weeks ago. I think I finalized the deal. It was either Sunday or Monday of last week. So we're talking like uh, 10 days, nine days. Yeah. I mean, now it feels like a while, but it, it hasn't been very long, actually. Well, that's that's awesome. What is uh, what's life been like since like take us through, let's say three weeks ago before Jake Paul was even a, a thought. I mean, I can't imagine you, you sit around watching, you know, his vlogs or anything on yeah. YouTube, you know, so you I can't imagine this was something that you were thinking about. Uh, what has the last few weeks been like for you? Yeah. Well, so I, co I coach high school and, and middle school kids. So they've been giving me the Jake Paul updates because I, I had no idea. Like I heard the name, no idea, you know, what he did or why he's popular or anything. Um, so it was, it's been more than a couple of weeks. So I think it was like November, end of November, he had hit that fight and he called me out and whatever. And there was kind of like a little bit of back and forth, but not too much going on. And so for me, I'm retired from fighting. And it's hard to want to get serious without anything real on the table and so really you know kind of like i said like 10 days ago maybe i signed the deal and it kind of once it started moving it moved really fast uh and then it was like okay i have to uh i guess i got to get back in training and uh so i've been training pretty hard the last 10 days and then you know i had i had my real life going on i had wrestling cat my, my brother owned five wrestling academies and we're doing that. So now it's like, okay, I need to find a boxing coach. I need to set up a boxing schedule. I need to figure out what the press conference is. And I got to do all these things. So it's been really hectic. Well, why did crazy. why did Jay call you out in the first place? Like, how did this? Yeah. How did this even start? Well, I think he's he, so I am not known for my striking. I was a wrestler. I went to the Olympics, won NCAA titles. I used almost primarily wrestling in my MMA career when I went 19 and two. Um and so I think he thinks like I'm someone, maybe he has a chance at beating who's actually a real fighter. I think that's probably uh, why my name came up is what I'm guessing. I also have a pretty good following, uh, relatively popular, uh, kind of probably checks those boxes. Um, so that that's probably why I would guess. I got you. So where, where are you right now? Cause we talked about, uh, we talked about little uh, connection that me and you have with uh, Wisconsin. Are you in Wisconsin right now? I am. So I left for, I left for 10 years. I grew up here, graduated high school in 2002. I was gone for almost a decade. Uh, I spent seven years in Missouri, spent two years in Arizona. Uh, my fight career was getting going. I was a Bellator champion. I ended up moving back because there was a gym called Rufus sport. That's really good based out of Milwaukee. Um, so I moved back and then, you know, my brother and I started at Asker wrestling Academy. Um, so now we have those in, we just, we opened two before the pandemic, which kind of totally sucked. We lost a boatload of money being closed because uh, right. you, know, you can't open it. So we have Franklin, uh, Madison, Heartland, Mequon, and Green Bay. So we have five academies all around the state. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I moved back in 2011. I fought for another six years. I retired for the first time. Uh, I got the opportunity to go to the UFC. I unretired for about a year. I retired again. And then uh, I've been retired since uh, November of 2019. So God. since, since then, since 2019, are you training? Like what, what's been your, are you getting no. ready? Like you just been out I, of it. Well, I saw so the main reason I retired was cause boy, I got this. Um, 
So I had hip surgery right there. Damn. Yeah. So that was the main reason. Well, the main reason I retired was my hip was so bad. So it was like, you know, if I would have known the Corona was going to happen, I would have had surgery in March. But, you know, my plan was I was working at the Wrestling Academy. We have a really slow time in the fall. So I'm like, okay, I'll have surgery in September once everything's done. And then I'll have my surgery. I'll heal up, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I'd say I had surgery on September 1st. It's a three-month period where you can't really do much at all. And then like December 1st, I was like, okay, well, I've been kind of lazy for the last year because of the hip thing. I'm going to start training again. So, you know, light training. But for me, it was mostly just working. I, you know, I work through wrestling academies and then I do podcasts. I have a wrestling podcast, MMA podcast, and a crypto podcast. So kind of talk about a little bit of everything. Hold on, hold on. Crypto podcast. Walk, walk me, walk yes. me through what, what's a crypto podcast? Well, I, uh, I got fascinated by Bitcoin in 2017. Um, and then, you know, met a whole bunch of people following it. And obviously 2017 was the run up and then we had, we had the bear market. So it was kind of a, a brutal couple of years, but I met a guy named John Kim. Um, he really knows this stuff about crypto and I'm like, Hey man, why don't we do a podcast? And for me, it was like, I know I'm, I'm like, kind of know my stuff, but I, I want to interview smart people. So it was like every right. week we just try to interview someone smart. Uh, I try to ask them questions. You know, a lot, I, a lot of these guys say, Hey, I know you're way over my head in this stuff. Just like take it down a couple notches and, and tell me what's up. So uh, for me, it's just a lot of fun. Cause I get to ask a lot of really smart people questions. Well, that's that, awesome. That's, that's we, awesome. We, we need to make the we need to make yeah. the disclaimer that uh, we're we are not experts either. We're not getting anyone advice on Bitcoin or any crypto stuff. Well, you just need to be like Dave Portnoy and just start going off and giving everyone nope, financial nope, advice. <laughs> no, nope, I can't do that. I got in trouble for that. Um, you did. What'd you do? Why, why are you doing this fight? Because you you retired from fighting. You're not a boxer. You got all mm -hmm. this other stuff going on. Why why are you fighting Jake Paul? Yeah. So. I mean, when I retired, I said, if the right opportunity came up, I'm not opposed to doing something again. And it's like, listen, I've, I've been a competitor my whole life. I mean, when I was young, young, I did all sports. Obviously, I started focusing on wrestling almost exclusively. Um, and then obviously after that, I did MMA for almost a decade. And so for me, it's like, I know at some point I had to step away from competition and do other things. But the real world is relatively boring compared to competition. Like there's man, it's hard to get like that feeling that you get when you're walking to the cage or when you're walking out to the, you know, the mat in the NCAA finals, it's hard to get that feeling. So part of me always is, was always going to miss it. And, and I knew that. And so when Jake Paul called me out, it's like, okay, this guy, he's not good at boxing. And listen, I'm not claiming to be a boxing expert either, but I am a high level competitor. I, you know, I competed at the highest levels of two sports for 15 years or so. Um, and if I put my mind to boxing, I could beat up Jake Paul in three months, no problem. So that was kind of where my mind went. Um, you know, a lot of people try to say like, well, you know, why would you do it? You could get embarrassed or whatever, whatever, whatever. It's like, I don't know. I thought back to high school and I mean, I, I don't know what Jordan was doing up in Kakana, but I, li I lived in a relatively small town and sometimes there was nothing going on Friday nights. And me and my buddies were like, Hey, let's go to my house, throw in the boxing gloves and punch each other in the face a little bit. <laughs> So you know, we did that for free 20 years ago. And now they're going to pay me a boatload of money. Like, I feel like an idiot if I say no. Jordan, did you do that growing up? No. Okay. Listen, let me quickly. <laughs> hey, I heard you. Uh, I, I was just watching some stuff with you, some of your recent interviews and uh -huh. you had brought that up. And I'm like, God, that's actually must be something about like the water in the Midwest that makes like kids yes. just a little bit crazy. 
um, because I, I did the same thing. Uh, <laughs> me and my buddies, I swear to God, me and my buddies who, uh, one of them, Trent Leon, who he's going to watch this. Trent Leon, he's a, he's a wrestler. Shut the hell up. Okay, now he's yeah, no, Of course I know who he is. Okay, so, so it was in Trent Leon's basement, uh, and that's my <laughs> longtime buddy. And uh, he was but he's small. You better beat him up because you're big and he's small. Well, I'm not that big. I, I might be a basketball player, but I'm 5'10", 5'11". Okay. We, we were like same size. But Trent, yeah, he's a little smaller. Uh, but he had the gloves down there um, and the headgear. Oh. And we would just go at it, put the couches <laughs> in, in a square and just, hey, there's a video. I'm going to have to have my friend uh -oh. send it over. Because I slip one and just throw a nice hook. Oh, I, 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 <laughs> hey. Down the down the line, Ben, I might have to uh, hit you up and meet you at one of your academies, and we can uh, train because there yeah, that's definitely definitely a Midwest thing for sure. For yeah. sure, that's hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, now, awesome. now now that you know this is all kind of getting moving and stuff like that. Before we really dive into this whole Jake Paul stuff, I wanted to ask you. So um, I heard you on Rogan talk about, and this is important for me because you're into mm -hmm. this podcast and stuff. Um, you talked about your following and, and just your personality obviously is something that, you know, attracts people. So you being in the NCAA, you talked about how they just take control of their athletes. It's a lot of exploitation, this and that. Oh, don't get like, me fired up. <laughs> hey, I want to get you fired up. What okay. do you think is everybody's like, should you pay athletes? And I think that's a tough question, but you talked about name, image, and likeness. And now yes. these bills are kind of coming up. What, where, where are you at right now with that? Where do you want to see the NCAA move with it? Yeah, it's, it, I mean, it's going to happen for sure. Right. It's coming down the pipe. Uh, so listen, I think if you want to argue about the institutions paying the athlete, I think you can make a good argument on both sides. The one thing that you absolutely, I, I was actually going to ask you how you're doing this podcast because uh, I think the NCAA would have an issue with it. Maybe you're doing it for free. I don't know. Um, yeah. But the one thing... <laughs> No, we are. We are. We're doing okay, it. Okay, well, cool. I'm yeah, fuck the NCAA. I don't care. You is. should be able to do a podcast. I don't give a damn. And We're so listen, the one thing that we should all agree on is if an athlete wants to take some initiative and they want to be able to make money off their name, image, or likeness, it is theirs. It is their name, image, and likeness. The fact that an institution can exploit an athlete and make money off their name, image, and likeness, but the athlete themselves cannot do so is totally insane. So what, whether we want the institutions to pay athletes or not, I, I could see both sides. Right. But when we're talking about keeping an athlete from making money, it is so insane. Yeah, because I mean, when you when you really break it down, like you're saying, there's two sides of it where everybody's talking about paying athletes. Some people just assume that, well, West Virginia shouldn't pay Jordan McCabe to play because that's that's fair because now you have you're right. Are you going to pay me the same amount yeah. as, you know, whatever, a, a woman rower here at West Virginia? Are you going to pay? Because yeah. that's the only way to do it is if everybody's somewhat on an equal scale and that gets messy. But mm -hmm. I completely agree yeah. with you. You couldn't tell somebody in the, you know, nursing school that, you know, they can't go in their garage and be an entrepreneur, have a podcast, create and design something. I mean, yeah. it suffocates all the creativity and ingenuity of, of a whole, like, huge like following of, of people that's right yeah i mean and even the notion that like for example this basketball skills have nothing to do with podcast skills whatsoever right. and so you know someone who is an ncaa athlete 
can't go do something that's even completely unrelated to their athletic endeavor and put their name on it and, and make money. That that's, oh, that, that's so crazy to me. I hate it. I think that's ending relatively quickly here. I want to say it's, uh, tw- I thought it was either 2021 or 2022. So um, I really hope yeah. that comes up. Cause that, that's the one that's just like, we should, we really should not argue about this. This is yeah. stupid. It's dumb. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, so obviously for people that don't know, you know, your background and stuff, bring me through just briefly your college um, and your Olympic kind of career and then how that goes into, yeah. um, you know, Bellator and all that stuff. Yeah. So I wrestled my whole life. Um, I played a lot of sports when I was young and then I, I gravitated towards wrestling for two things. Number one, I just, I like the combativeness of it. I'm rough. Uh, number two, I like the individuality. I like that, you know, I, I was determining my own destiny. I, I struggled with team sports. Um, so I, I had success. I went to the University of Missouri. I won a couple of national titles. I went to the Olympics in 2008. And that was when MMA was really starting to gain some mainstream following. Um, I don't know if you guys, you guys are probably too young. You don't remember that the, the tough show was on Spike. Um, and that was like a huge deal. And that was what exploded mixed martial arts popularity. Cause it was like MMA started in the nineties. And then there was this really dark period where states were banning it. And it wasn't, and this is kind of when I was in high school, you know? Yeah. And so when I get into college, it's like starting to ramp up again and become like a real thing. Yeah. So when I finished the Olympics, it was like, okay, what do I do now? Do I, you know, keep wrestling, which I love. Do I go coach? Do I fight? And it was like, well, if there's ever a time to try fighting, it's now. And I, I didn't know that I was going to love it or be great at it or anything. It was just like, hey, let's go. I kind of want to do that. It looks like fun. Um, and let's do it. And so I tried it. And I, w- I actually won the Bellator belt within 18 months. Um, and then it's like, okay, well, I, I guess I'm all right at this. I should keep doing it. And yeah. then so I, I mentioned I, I went full-time fighting. I quit coaching at Arizona State University, moved back to Milwaukee, became a full-time fighter. So I ended my Bellator run undefeated. Uh, I was 12 and 0 at that point in my career. That's and after one FC, right? No, Bellator? it was before. It was before. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So I, I, I finished with my Bellator contract in July of 2013. And that point it was like, for me, uh, I just wanted to compete and I wanted to go to the FC and for whatever reason, Dana at that point hated me. Um, so we, we, I did, did that you, was, did you say anything that, that could make Dana maybe not like you then the, at some point? <laughs> the one thing, the one and only thing, which listen, I was right on. So I, and you know what Dana's now, Dana, Dana wants me to beat up Jake Paul. So we're kind of on the same page now. So I'm going to ask him at some point, cause I have not got to ask him, why didn't we make a deal in 2013? Right. Cause we didn't make a deal. Um, so I ended up going to one championship, which is in Asia, because I had met the CEO and I really liked him. And so I fought there for four years, 2014 to 2017. And then, like I said, I retired. Um, and then in 2018, uh, you know, I had remained friends with the CEO at one championship and he was kind of looking out for best interest. And Demetrius Johnson didn't want to be with the UFC. And so they did a trade, which a trade has never, ever happened in mixed martial arts uh, before then or since. I, they should really do it because it's kind of cool. But so I am the one and only ever trade in, in mixed martial arts, me for Demetrius Johnson. And so I retired and I went to the UFC. I had three fights in 2019. Um, I won my first one. I lost my second one, which is unfortunately a very notable knockout. Uh, and then I lost my third one. And then I, uh, you know, I retired due to my hip and uh, been doing that, you know, doing the coaching and podcasting ever since. 
the that's, notable knockout, right? That's like what everyone obviously points yes, to. Like, <laughs> what what happened there? Like, I, I'm not. I, I'm, yeah. I'm just getting to the. Like, I only. I didn't watch that fight in real time. Like, okay. for the fan like me was just starting to hear about you. Like, what happened there? And like, it's obviously notable. Everyone's yeah. talking about. So, um, I mean, from I from a technical standpoint, you know, I had not been. I hadn't lost a round to that point in my career. Uh, so I was 19 and 0. And barely uh, had hit, right? Yeah, I really hadn't been hurt ever. Right. And so, you know, I think it was one of those things where I just, um, I don't want to say I thought I was invincible, but I really didn't think people could hurt me because it had been a decade and it hadn't happened. And then just the way he threw that knee was kind of different than anyone's ever thrown a flying knee in, in the history of mixed martial arts. And now, since they saw him do it, it's effective. A few more people have done it. It's been effective. But usually... When you're doing a, a, a jumping knee, it's more like punch, 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 jump, you know? Um, and, and, and usually as the person's coming in, you jump for the knee. It, you know, the way he did it was like a ru couple running steps and then jump. And so I think it was just the timing and, and, the, and the way he was elevating his body just threw me off and I didn't, I didn't get out of the way. If, yeah. if you didn't get knocked out there, if you get to just fight and eventually get him on the ground, is that like, are you beating him? Uh, I, I mean, I hate saying like, I hate saying things like this cause it didn't work out, but it's like, I, I beat George nine out of 10 times. And that, you know, it, I was, I was in a great spot. I didn't capitalize on it. He did. And, you know, obviously from that, he really catapulted himself. He beat up Nate Diaz and then he got a title shot, which, he, you know, he lost the title shot. So, um, Man, that's MMA. MMA is hard because, like, yeah. say a basketball game, it's not. It's never like, hey, you make one one shot and the game's over, right? right? But that's what MMA is. It's one chokehold, one punch, one knee, one yeah. kick, and, and sometimes that's all you get. Is is he working with Jake now? Did I see that? or Am I wrong? Yeah, they made a video together. They're dorks. Hey, how, <laughs> how stupid is some of this stuff? Be honest. I mean, like, because just talking to you, you're obviously a competitor. When it all yeah. boils down, you take away, and I'm the same way. You can take away the podcast. I do it because I enjoy it and I have fun. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe someday it's somewhat lucrative. But other than that, we're competitors. I mean, I yes. saw a video on Instagram. You're still coaching and, and doing wrestling for young kids. And that's really what you truly love to do. How has it been being now thrown into this, like, crazy amount of limelight because of how big of a name, you know, Jake Paul is in the YouTube and all this stuff? Yeah how much of this is just like, you just shake your head, like him working with Masvidal and stuff like this. How much of the entertainment stuff do you just kind of, uh, I don't love that. Um, man, I, I mean, there's not much. I don't, I don't really dislike too much of it. I mean, you know, the one thing about MMA, MMA is very interesting in comparison to say like a basketball, obviously wrestling, they, they don't make much money. So wrestling doesn't really uh, feed this, but basketball, football, baseball um you don't really get paid more based on your personality you right you get right more based on your stats because you're going to help the team win if the team wins you know right right and mma it's way different mma there's definitely some correlation between the level of popularity and how fast you get pushed to title shots yeah how, how much money you make and so i think from early from an early um, age in mixed martial arts, I learned that like, Hey, this like promote, you got to do the promotion, right? You yeah. have to do a little bit of it. Um, and yeah, I mean, 
some of it I don't like, but a lot of it I enjoy, you know, the trash talk. I think it's kind of fun. I'm the yeah. kind of guy who trash talks my friends, you know, just for right. no good reason. Like my yep. buddy calls me up. Hey, dipshit, what's up? You know, or right. yeah. Whose idea was the uh, Jake Paul punching bag that I saw what, yesterday you posted that? <laughs> that was so great. Um, <laughs> it was my, my, well, my buddy, Dan, he runs this store called combat corner. So listen, Tom, if you don't like, uh, Jordan, you can buy a punching bag with his face on it from Combat Corner. They're not, I that. thought they would be way more expensive, but they're like, I want to say he said like 350 bucks or something like, Shame I thought it'd be more. Awesome. Yeah. So I just hit Dan up They're They're kind of based out of Milwaukee ish. And I said, Hey man, I'm doing boxing. I need, I need boxing gloves. I, I need, I don't, I throw my shit away from mixed martial arts, right? I don't have it anymore. I need all this stuff. He said, okay, no problem. And then uh, he said, hey, I'll have it by Saturday or whatever, you know? And then he said, the next day he texted me and said, hey, what about this? And he sent me a picture of it. And I said, y yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's freaking outstanding. Um, so it was, it was Dan's idea and he made it. And I, I, man, I was dying laughing because it's just so perfect. Yeah, I love it. So this is, this is going to be an eight round fight. All right. And, and I think Jake's gone, you know, six, uh, which ended up being shorter than that with Nate Robinson. Uh, you know, tough, tough L for the basketball world in that one. But we're, we're banking on, on you coming into this eight round fight. Give me the, I know you've been asked this probably a million times. I need a prediction from Ben Askren. I know you're obviously don't even claim to be a prolific striker, but yeah. how is this going down? Are we seeing a TKO? I mean, eventually stamina has got to catch up to him. Yeah. So I said TKO round seven. Um, you know, one, one of the things I was not blessed with, I was not blessed with any, type of explosive muscle fibers i'm, I'm all slow twitch this Same. is embarrassing jordan i'm gonna admit this to you my fastest 40 yard dash ever as a college athlete was the slowest on the missouri wrestling team it was a 5-3 it's really bad still faster than tom's guarantee no it is who? not tom who oh, oh I, tom <laughs> is not faster than me i'm faster okay. than jordan so i'm really slow i don't have a lot of explosiveness but I don't think Jake's going to be able to handle the pressure. I'm really good defensively, so I'm just going to keep ramping it up. And yep. uh, uh, I think eventually he's just going to wilt, and he's not going to be there anymore. So I said TKO round seven. TKO round seven. How, how serious has training been right now, uh, you know, compared to – I mean, you take it back to, to any, any point in your fighting career. Yeah. Like, how, how serious is this? I mean, this is a YouTuber. Is yeah. this you're, – you're going in there, like, every single day and, and really hitting it, or is this, like – you know, let, let's do this and put some showmanship into it. No, I'm going to, I'm going to train. Um, but again, right. It was, I only signed maybe 10 days ago. So first of all, I was like, okay, well, I haven't really been training hard. So it's like, Hey, let me, let me actually get in shape first. So I, you know, I think I, I think I met with my strength conditioning coach, like eight out of 10 days, right. From, from right. right afterwards. Um, and that, and then it's like, let me put my camp together of who's going to coach me and who I'm going to work out with and who I'm going to spar with. Let me figure that piece out. Um, so, yeah, so I, I've been ramping it up, but yeah, I'm absolutely going to take it seriously and train. Um, I mean, listen, it, I don't know. I, I'm not telling you I'm going to be a boxer. Not telling you. This is not what I'm telling you right now. If I beat Jake Paul's ass, You're I'll be, be able to call someone else out that I want to, whether it's his brother Logan or whatever, right? And right. so that at that point, maybe I say, you know what? This was fun, but I don't want to do this again. And I just yeah. go back to my regular life. Or maybe I say, you know what? I had a lot of fun doing this. Maybe I'll do it another time. And, you know, I mean, so I am going to take this training seriously. You could just put together a huge list of YouTubers and just beat the shit out of all of them. <laughs> How awesome would that be? 
YouTube kill list. <laughs> I, you know, there's you... plenty of celebrities that I'd love to beat up, but I don't think there's any way all of them are going to accept boxing matches. I hear. Who would be the there... first one if you had to pick like a random celebrity that you wanted to fight? Oh. I, I'm, I'm curious. If you could just throw out anybody. They had to say lot, yes, and now they have to. Stop a lot of them have been fight. coming on here, and they're down to fight. There's a lot of basketball players. Really? We've had a couple. Oh. But who, who's your, who's on your hit list? Man, who is that? that now you guys got me. Uh, I mean, Jake Paul is very hateable, so you know I am very happy I get to fight him. Um, it, I I would want to fight someone someone who's like a tough guy for their sport. Um, you know, probably like. Well, you know, he's not a tough guy, but he just beat the Packers. So how about Tom Brady? Do you think he'd want to fight? <laughs> no. want to fight Tom Brady. That, that's the first thing that came to your mind is you want to fight Tom Brady. Well, he oh just beat God. the Packers. I'm not a gigantic, you know, I grew up a Packers fan. You grew up like 15 minutes from Lambeau Field, so I'm sure you're hardcore. But yeah. uh, we had some people over for the Packers and Buccaneers game, and they were all depressed. So listen, if, if I beat up Jake Paul, I'm a hero for America because everyone hates this guy. If I beat up Tom Brady, I'm Wisconsin's hero. Which means a lot, for sure. Yes. That you're good in that state forever if you beat forever. up Tom Brady. Forever. Yeah. Oh they might make, if I beat Tom Brady's ass, they might make me a statue or something. <laughs> right in Lambo. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, what about LeBron? Did you beat LeBron if you think? Uh, he's, he's really – isn't he gigantic? Isn't he like 6'10 or something? He's six, like eight, six, eight, six, nine. Like, I mean, I'm sure I could beat him up because he's a, he's no offense, Jordan. He's a basketball player. I don't think he's ever ben, fought. Ben. <laughs> we saw you saw Nate Robinson. You saw ben, how he represented what you guys. Happened? Ben, hold on, hold on now. Ben, <laughs> listen to me right now. Listen, <laughs> LeBron James is a absolute monster. I mean, he could play a tight end in the NFL. He could definitely, bro. If you put him, but in you think he could box for real? Oh, I mean, I gotta think that LeBron James would whoop your ass, man. Oh, come on. <laughs> Are you kidding me? We're not having this conversation. He's never taken a punch in his life. I see this guy fall over when someone bumps into him a little bit on the court. This he is the problem. Then this is the problem between wrestlers and basketball players. You guys don't give us enough credit because of that being the Jordan, sport. What about what do you have to say for Nate Robinson then? We we got nothing to say for Nate Robinson. What do you got to say? I mean, he was like an NBA player. He wasn't okay, like a but listen, Okay, no, no, Nate Robinson in great physical shape. Never really fought. That definitely, never. I mean, that that was never evident. Fought. Okay, he's in great physical shape. But we're talking, we're talking Nate Robinson at like five eight. All right, with like a five eleven wingspan. Now we're talking LeBron James, who's six eight two sixty with like a seven foot wingspan. And you want to talk about Ben, me and you not blessed with those fast twitch muscle fibers. LeBron's yeah. got enough to give everybody in the world fast twitch muscle fibers. I mean, he's gonna, if he connects, I mean, you, you can't be serious. LeBron <laughs> steps in that ring with you. You're going to beat LeBron James. Yeah, I think so. I'm going to beat up LeBron James in a, in a boxing match. You're my Wisconsin boy. So I'm with you. I'll I can't I'll wait. <laughs> After Tom Brady, I'm beating up all the goats. Oh, I love it. I love it. All right. I hope we're not categorizing Jake Paul as a goat, though. No, no. He's no, like no. A, a YouTube child star goat or something. I, I got a question for you. The, yeah. the stuff with your wife, is that just too far? What I know you guys have like taken it and ran with it and helped her following, yeah. but like, what is too far? 
Um, I mean, so, okay. So if we go way back when I was 15 years old and I'm way older than you guys. So I don't even know if you guys will know what the hell I'm talking about. There was something called a message board. Okay. And it was like, just like being a thing. And I went on, there was a sophomore in high school and all these dudes were talking shit. And I, you know, went in there, boo, 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 boo. I'm going to kick this guy's butt at state next week, whatever, whatever, whatever. And the, the backlash I got from it was totally insane. And you know, I realized most of these people on here are adults. It wasn't like me battling with other kids. It was it's like, parents. yeah, it was like their parents coming right. at me. So I, I realized from a very early age that people, especially with like anonymity and internet, they will do and say crazy shit. And you just can't let it get to you. Just let it roll off your back because it's no big deal. So, I mean, like, to me, when he tried following my wife, it was like, that's hilarious. And then, I mean, it might have been a little bit intimidating if he could have, like, spit some actual game, but it was it was effing embarrassing. Like, if I ever talked to a girl like that, I would have been so embarrassed. Wait, did he actually slide into – did he Did he send Yeah, he started like- DM her. So he put – I mean, my, my wife posted the DMs. It was embarrassing. Oh. I mean, like, come on, kid. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's yes. not, that, that is extremely embarrassing. Hey, let's start. I wanted to talk about uh, you're going into this fight. Um, I had listened to a couple of things in sports psychology. Did you graduate with, uh, okay, that, that was your degree? No, I did. So uh, I got you- a degree in geography. I got nine credits of my grad degree done uh, for sport. I was for sports psych. And yeah. uh, I just couldn't force myself to go back to school. I, I took a semester off because I was traveling. Uh, yep. I was going to Russia and the Olympic trials and the Olympics. I took a semester off. Um, and then it was like, dude, I just, I'm not going back to school. I'll read up a whole bunch of sports psych books, but I'm not going back to school. Yeah. 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 So, I, I mean, it seems like a lot of stuff doesn't bother you. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think like certain things, and maybe this is just my youthfulness at, the, at this time that like, if you said something to, you know, girlfriend, wife in my camp, like I would take that in a whole different uh, way, yeah. but like nothing seems to really bother you. So like how does sports psych, at least right now, like help you? I know in this time yeah. going into this fight, but not only that, even in your, your, your professional career. Oh yeah. I mean, so I think, I think at a high level, um, when we're talking high school athletics, maybe not the case, but you know, professional athletics, almost a hundred percent for me, how, how someone's going to do in their longevity is based on their sports psych, right? Um, how open are they to suggestions from their coaches? How hard are they going to train? How much are they going to stay focused? Especially, you know, especially like basketball, baseball, football, like when you get that much money, there's a lot of distractions. So how much can you actually stay focused on the task at hand? Right. And so at a high level, I, I think sports psychology is, is pretty much a direct indicator of how well they're going to do uh, over the course of time. And yeah, I mean, obviously trash talk is a huge one. Um, I guess I'm not an expert in other sports. So I know MMA trash talk and not getting your feathers ruffled is gigantic because there's a whole bunch of it. I don't know if those same things happening in bat. I mean, are people on the basketball court like bumping you and talking uh, to shit? Or- I, I don't not, really know. Not right, not as much. Yeah. No, not, not at all. But just sports psychology in general yes, is something huge. that like, every freshman kind of has to take at least some intro class with that. And I, I took one. And uh, when I heard you were doing that, I was just thought, like, I'm assuming with your academy and different stuff, like you see that and probably yeah. help a lot of young kids. I just thought it was cool and wanted to ask kind of 
you know, where you're at with all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's you. So I'm actually, uh, I'm finally getting a sports psych book written. I've been trying to pitch someone my idea and I finally had someone take me up on it. Um, let's see. So to summarize in a minute, the, the idea is that I don't really like a lot of sports psychology books on the market because right. I think they push this. You need this, you need this, you need this. And then, you know, they give you like, you need to be this and this and this. And a lot of times they don't talk about the interplay between different characteristics. And, yep. and I think a lot of kids, and I see it cause you said I, I coach, they really struggle with it. And so, um, you know, the biggest one, and was so like, we have the state tournament coming up in a couple weeks would be, you know, the type of kid who like, he does everything right. And they're super type a, and, but those kids generally have a lot of anxiety around competition, right? right. So there's a positive to that behavior, which is their, their own time to training, they work hard, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then, but then on the other side, you have that guy, and I'm sure you've had this teammate, Jordan, who like doesn't do anything right, but they show up and they, they ball out, right? Yeah, like they gamers. just, they're gamers, okay? Well, the reason they're gamers is they don't have a lot of anxiety. But if they could do what this person does, they would be better. Just right. like if this person could do what that person does, they would be better, right? And so if we yeah. could take the best of both worlds and we could put them together, um, we're going to benefit ourselves a lot. And so the book's going to talk about like, when when we choose to be certain characteristics not just like you just need to be this right because i i don't like that and i think people have to understand how they work together yeah that that makes a lot of sense i i figured that and you talk about sports psych and how it affects you know different people and trash talk and mma how it's different uh but one guy who's obviously maybe not no pun intended his instagram name the no, most notorious trash talker right now in our generation is mcgregor uh, he's kind of shifted gears. He's more of the family man now. Everybody's seeing that side of Connor. I just, I've been wondering what you think about this, considering how different your two styles of fighting um, are. How long does Jake Paul last in a ring with Connor McGregor, which was the kind of original play for Jake yeah. Paul? I want to fight Connor McGregor. How long does that, that fight last? He lasts about as long as Connor wants it to last, is what I was right. I mean, Connor McGregor is a very high level striker. Um, and yeah. he, he does have some power. If you want to talk about sports psychology, Connor trash talking Connor was way better than not trash talking Connor. So if you think of how effective he was as a trash talker, he got Poirier to get all pissed and, and make yeah. a stupid mistake. He got Aldo to get all pissed and make a stupid mistake. So the poor, the, the Connor that got under people's skin was actually so he was doing really great sports psych, right? He was making people fight fights that they didn't want to fight. Right. And it made him way more effective. So Connor, the family man, well, uh, you know, good job, Connor, your family man. Uh, is He should twist a switch when he goes to compete because he was way more effective earlier in his career. That makes, that makes sense. sense. Why yeah. isn't he fighting Jake Paul? Like, why? I know that that was probably the first option. Like, why, why did that not happen, you think? Uh, I don't know the answer to that. Probably, it would have been, how much money do you think that fight would have, he would have gotten for that fight? Probably quite a bit, I would guess. I, I would think, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe that I'm underestimated. I don't think many people would think it's competitive. Maybe I'm overestimating the intelligence of the general public. Um, but you did yeah. probably, probably. Yeah. So I don't know a lot. He would have made a lot. I'm not sure why it's not happening. So we are, we are here about the trash talk and our audience loves <laughs> the trash talk. So describe Jake Paul in five words. So, okay. So here's the problem. 
<laughs> hey, and I, I got to go in like three minutes, but here's yeah. the, here's the problem. And, and I'm getting, I'm starting to gather data, but like when I fought someone mixed martial arts, generally I knew a lot about them because I saw their other fights, you know, the MMA community is kind of small. I knew one of their coaches, I knew a teammate, something, right. There was a connection of some sort. Um, before I signed a contract to fight Jake Paul, I had never watched one Jake Paul video. I didn't know shit about this guy. And so to really be effective at trash talk, you need to like understand who you're talking about. So I got my high school kids doing the dirty work for me. I'm like, you know, <laughs> tell me what you know about Jake Paul. Cause I don't know anything, but I need some material. So, you know, the, I, I got the fact that he was a Disney star. Now I think there's some stuff to go off there. That's kind of embarrassing. Um, but I'm still, I got you. you got me. What else do I need to go for? Brother kissed his girlfriend. There's like some. His brother kissed his girlfriend. Yeah, there's a whole video about his brother. I heard they slept. Girlfriend. I heard they slept. Yeah, I heard they actually. Oh, Logan slept with it. The FBI raid, the Disney stuff. He's just, he's just known as the little brother. Like that's the thing that gets under his skin. He's known as the little brother, and he wants to be like. Oh not the yeah, that brother. is. So he, he yeah. wants to be the man, but he's not the man. Is he's never. Man? He's not. He's not fighting against Floyd Mayweather in this big boxing thing ASAP. You know, he's not. He's not yeah. the king of Pokemon cards and all these different things. He keeps. So how much older is Logan? I don't even. I think couple, know. just two years, maybe. Two years, okay. Yeah, because I, I got a younger brother, and I know I know the dynamics that you know. There's tension there, obviously. Yeah. I never I never hooked up with my brother's girlfriend though. That did not. I, I'm I'm uh, I'm better than that, Logan. I, I, that's sad, bro. Yeah, there's a, there's some things going on in the Paul household that need to be straightened out, and I'm sure you're going to straighten them out in the ring. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, we know you got to take off. Uh, Tom, Spence, any last questions, any last things you want to knock out? I got one more. All right. Yes. You've, you've gone with like four of them already. I want, I want one more. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Well, okay, so here's the deal. I feel <laughs> like I'm going to too many – uh bathroom or, or and or std references this is where where worlds collide and i'm like oh damn i was in practice last week and one of my middle school kids goes hey ben what's an sdt and i'm like oh, <laughs> uh go ask your dad <laughs> uh, but i think i think fully good about if i sting like it be jake paul sits down when he takes a pee love it love it love it <laughs> Oh, man. Thank you very much, Ben. We appreciate you taking time to jump on uh, with us and good luck. You got definite fans Thank over you. here and everybody following us. So good luck. Right. Go knock them out, please. Appreciate it, guys. Peace. Thanks, man. See Later. All right, let's talk for two more minutes. Yeah. So, so Tom is too much of a wimp to say it on <laughs> camera, but this is going on the ass. podcast. Tom thinks he's going to whoop his ass. Jake's going to whoop Ben's ass. Tom thinks Jake is going to win. Yeah, Tom, are you? I don't. I I I truly don't get this. Okay, he did not. He did not say he was training. Like I know he like kind of said he, but he's not training. It's a facade. That's his personality. Like everybody just assumed Ben Askren is just some like guy who just doesn't really give a shit, and he's just a wrestler and this and that. Like the 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 bag that he was hitting, like that looked like you, Tom. Like if if I told you to just hit this bag. Like he was throwing these little like mini jabs and people are like, oh, he's not going to win with that. Ben Askren is going to, and he's being so modest with this whole like seventh round TKO. I want, I'm almost positive it's under three rounds and it's a knockout. Like Jake Paul out cold on the canvas. I truly believe that. 
And if you, yeah, I, think I think you're wrong there. I do think it's going to be a lot closer. And I think he said seven rounds because there is there is a way Jake Paul wins this fight. Jake Paul is not lasting that long. Like I can't see Jake Paul going eight rounds. I'm sure he works out, but like, yeah, dude, Jake's wrestler, go for the kill. Yeah, wrestling okay. condition is bad. But uh, the only thing I'll give Askren, and he's awesome. Like I like want to be friends with him now. Um, they say he has a. Even Logan Paul was saying this on his podcast. He has an iron chin, apparently. Like, apparently, it's, he got knocked out that one crazy knockout. But apparently, like, his thing is, like, he enjoys getting hit and it doesn't hurt him. And that's kind of scary. Well, yeah, that, that's the – what people need to realize is that wrestlers are, like, biologically psychotic. They're weird. They're just – I mean, you get hit that much. And on top of that, have you ever, like, tried to wrestle – like for real, like with a wrestler, like, I don't know, maybe people have never done this, but no, like my they're, friend, they're, yes. yeah, my, my friends, they, we grew up like as a school, Kakana was basketball and wrestling pretty much. Like those were the two things we could do pretty well. And like every now and then I would go with like Trent and I would either lift weights with them and then he might need somebody to just grapple with and mess around on the mat. Talk about just like physical endurance. Like those dudes are in some of the best shape like you can possibly imagine, like just go wrestle, like you and Spence should get together and just wrestle in a living room for like, I don't know, like nothing weird, 10 minutes and just see how tired you are. You know what I'm saying? Like it is extremely difficult to get in that shape. And on top of that, he's an Olympian. We're talking about an Olympian who's a fighter, a real professional fighter. Say what you want about his striking and technique. He is going to destroy Jake Paul. But also 12 years, man. 12 years of endurance he's old it's a long time i'm not gonna lie all right dude you i'm okay i can be there's sketchy things like like he didn't really fight in the u.s for most of his career like why is he so there's a lot of things he's mostly known for getting his shit rocked yeah 100 percent. i mean at the end of the day this is a big payday for him and like he said it best it's an opportunity you just can't pass up on because yeah. when he does win, if he does win, like, yeah, then he can go get more money and fight Logan Paul or get yeah. more money and, you know. I don't really get why Jake's doing it, honestly. Like, I like Ben a lot, but, like, he's not. Well, Jake's doing it because it's it's Jake's only path to legitimacy. So, yeah, it's true. the same thing. It's the same thing for both sides. They're not fighting each other because they hate one another. They're fighting each other because if Jake wins, it catapults into – now, maybe Nate Diaz, who I would love to see fight Jake he Paul. He would kill him. He would kill him. He would actually legitimately hurt Jake no, Paul. I like, think kill he would him. kill like, him. He might yeah. actually kill him. You know what I'm saying? But, so they're both using each other as a leap for the next fight. But Jake, or Jordan, you said it right. Like, they're using each other as a leap to other worlds. Like, Jake's using it as a leap to actual fighting. Yep. Ben's using it as a leap to fight more celebrities. <laughs> It's a goddamn, it's like a parent swap, dude. They just both want to be like in each other's world. Jake wants to be a fighter so bad. And Ben's like, I've fought, I'm really good at fighting, but now I'm kind of on the back end. Let me just get into this whole, you know, entertainment business and make a shit ton of money. Yeah, you know, it, I, it is fun. Right. This has got to be, I mean, I could be completely wrong, but this is probably his biggest payday ever, right? Oh, he, he already said right? that. Yeah, he, he said it's it's the biggest payday he's had to fight anybody. And it's yeah, not it's even like, fighter. I mean, no, we would never have interviewed Ben Askren a month ago. No offense, but like, that's just, yeah. hey, that's a Wisconsin boy. We would have interviewed him. We would have got there. You just relax. All right, I'm fine. actually super curious, him and LeBron. Like, and, and I, I just mean like a street fight. Like, they can wrestle. 
Like, like if he can wrestle, like, or is LeBron just too big to win, like, beat? In I wrestling could not. Like, I couldn't put up with another minute of that conversation. <laughs> about the chance of Ben Askren beating LeBron James. Yeah, that, no. Like, you guys were even thinking about, like, oh, well, is there a. No, that's that's. The I think Askren could beat him in a regular fight. You are crazy. LeBron James. Dude, he's the best, one of the best wrestlers ever. Like, he could just get him in a choke. Yeah, I think if we're talking like mixed martial arts, you can just get LeBron in a choke. Realistically, this is what happens: he hits him in the private area, gets him on his knees, and chokes him out. Yes, I think that's what happens. Yeah, I want LeBron to win. (laughs) You see where that gets you? Yeah, I don't know. That was that was great though. That was cool. How are you doing? How's it going now? You guys lost one game, but then won another game. Uh, yeah, we lost to Florida. Florida lives here. Oh yeah, Sublive. Hi, Ben or Jake Paul. Ben, ben Askren. I was gonna, gonna say win. that before you even said it. I hope Jake Paul gets his ass beat. You just don't like him. No, I just think. Wait, Liv, would you ever fight? Yeah, I feel like I'd be really good. <laughs> I I also agree. I, I feel Jordan like there's something before. I fought Jordan. I won. We're not going to talk about that fight. Anyway, getting Lynn um, versus Megan. No, no, Megan would die. <laughs> oh, oh, overtime, Megan versus Liv. I, I I'm going to put like probably the house I don't have on Liv. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think who I would want Liv to fight. I'm literally Jordan size. She's like 5'11. So let's. <laughs> versus Dixie. Live versus Dixie. I want to see that. Dixie D'Amelio. Is she tall? I'd beat her ass. Are you kidding? She seems so soft. Oh, I agree. Her and Addison fought. She's like half my size. You Liv's, can just tell I'd beat her ass by my black hoodie. Liv's wearing like all black right now. You guys are, she got like, she's all up. All right, you got to get out of here. I would crack the title. I would beat um, Dixie D'Amelio's ass. That's a pretty good headline. Um, anyway. Tom, Tom just said, we, can we clip that? <laughs> I would beat Dixie D'Amelio's ass. But yeah, Tom, uh, back to what you were saying. We lost to Florida. Um, we then beat Iowa State on the road. But now we have a gauntlet. We have Kansas at home, Texas Tech on the road, where I'll see my boy. Um, yeah. Uh, and then we'll have, uh, I think it's, Baylor at home, and then we that that same week Baylor at their place. We have this back to back thing that's like never happened because of COVID. And then Baylor's insane. Texas, then we play Texas and TCU on the road uh, again. I'll see my boy. Uh, so it's gonna be a gauntlet. Like we play, I don't know. We play six games, and like all six are in the top twenty-five. Did you guys know Baylor was gonna be this good? Yeah, yeah. We didn't no, even. Awesome. We couldn't even. They they whooped our ass. So, yeah, they really did. They, I mean, uh, they're, when they're when good. they're on, they I mean, they're just I don't. They're I don't a good know. team. That's. A good I'm not team. even gonna get into it. Yeah, Lamelo's so good. What? Dude, hey, how do you feel that Tyrese is gonna win Rookie of the Year over Lamelo Ball? Does that make you feel okay or no? He's not gonna win Rookie of the Year over Lamelo. Yes, now, is. if, if Lamelo stays in the starting lineup, Lamelo will win it. Yeah, there's no way, Tyrese. But I am a big Ty. I got a, a very rare Tyrese Halliburton rookie card, so 
I hope he's good. You should get him on the pod. Are you, you, do are, that? you are you doing the whole like uh, cards and stuff like that, Spence? Are you into all that? I I just bought one pack hoping to get. I bought one box hoping to get Lamelo and uh, yeah Tyrese, but it's like a, we're all a little in it. The cards like worth yeah. like three hundred fifty dollars right now. So is it really it's Tyrese Halliburton? I'll I'll find it. It's I'll find it later and I'll send it to you. Dude, that's crazy. Some people really do that as like a whole ass job. I mean, they're constantly like looking and trading and stuff. I mean, yeah, I think it's crazy. It's wild. Um, can we get Tyrese on the pod? For sure, at any time. Okay, cool. Yeah, we should. That that's actually a good one. Um, damn, Ben Askren. I'm. Are we gonna like live stream the fight? What's our plan? That's we. We do. We should live stream the fight, and wow. um, I think check but i'm pretty sure and as a college athlete like with gambling and stuff i think you can place bets on can you hear me yo is mcneil on the internet again dude your wi-fi is breaking up i cut yeah, out today too he's watching goddamn outer banks the corniest show on netflix oh no, don't talk shit about outer banks man dude, <laughs> i love outer banks. Shit about outer banks okay i'm sorry i'll talk shit about outer banks and all american this whole time what's the brother corniest. All Americans awful. All, all Americans awful. Hey, Sean. Sean just, <laughs> Sean just came out of his room and said, you better watch your mouth. <laughs> he loves the corniest shows on Netflix. I do Tim too. Live, actually. Wait, um, that's that's John B. John B, too. John B. John I have a brother, B. John B. <laughs> you guys honestly sound like teenage. Oh, my God, John B. John B, dude. But anyways. Yo, we should get John B on the pod. Oh, yeah. McNeil, yeah. do, you, do you have any connections? <laughs> do you have any connections to John B? Uh, I'll be ammo. <laughs> Him, and what's his girlfriend, Madeline, Madeline Klein? We yeah, have both of them. In real life. You know how great season two is going to be? There's going to be real chemistry. Sparkly. I heard Addison <laughs> might be in it. I heard Addison might be on it. Addison's making appearance? Right. Addison who, Ray? I need a bad bleep. Addison, right? That one. I mean, at this yeah, rate, Ben Askren's going to get on that show, dude. This guy's doing whatever <laughs> for a, a minute of fame. Hey, hey, I don't know. Don't do that right now. Don't do that. Something, something about sliding hey, in my wife's DM, like, I would be more. That's my one thing with him. Like, was is he actually deep down, like, boiling and ready to kill him and just, like, putting on a fake? Like, yeah, oh, I, don't I don't care what you say. You don't slide in someone's wife's DM in, like, that's, yeah. Well, that's he's like Connor. He thinks he can talk like he thinks he can toe the line like Connor McGregor, and he can't because he's got no resume. I mean, kind of. He's got a, a ish resume. I'm gonna start it right now. Three years from now, Jordan's gonna fight Julian Newman. I'm not fighting Julian. Oh Newman. my There's gosh, no Jordan versus Julian Newman. That's good. Yep. <laughs> that's good. All right, guys, close us out. You got this. Is <laughs> I was gonna say maybe we just don't close out. We just end it. <laughs> all right well everybody that was uh episode i don't know are we even close to like 50 yet we need to start cranking these out more we've been slacking i've been slacking you know ncaa basketball season will do that to you but that was ben Askren, and uh we had a great time stay tuned next time i don't know <laughs> see you guys peace Bye, Tom. jake paul's gonna win Right. Ben Askren is going to win in three rounds. Knock on. Liv's going to fight the D'Amelios. <laughs> I'll fight anyone. Period. Oh.